Direct from Fort Meade, Maryland, this is Dinfos Live. All right, folks, well, welcome back to another episode of Denfo's Live. Just for clarification, we are inside the amazing Studio One at the Defense Media Activity, but this is actually a Defense Information School production. Uh, again, it was a question that was asked, and we just wanted to clarify that this is uh, designed to teach you some things that maybe are beyond the classroom, um, that you've got a question that's out there, and that's why we invite you to get online and ask us questions of the subject. Speaking of that, today we're going to kind of have a unique show for you. It's a little bit of a split show. Today we're going to be talking about the MTT program. Uh, that's the mobile training team. And then at about halfway through, we're going to switch it over, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the DOD Awards program, uh, which is a program that I manage. So with me today, joining me on set is Miss Melissa Mel Weatherspoon. She oh. said, don't use Melissa because only My her mama mom calls, me calls her that. Mel, thanks for joining me. You can take hey, that off with this bump. And uh, I think we'll go ahead and get into this. Okay. We're going to have a seat. Uh, get good. settled in, and then I'll give you the host hat halfway through, and you can ask me some questions. You know, um, you put me in the hot seat straight up. I'm used to, usually on the other side yeah. of the camera. Well, so. welcome to the light side. Yeah. Um, it's fun. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So tell me, first off, um, about your position, who okay. you are, what you do. So, like you said, I'm Mel Weatherspoon. I am the Defense Information School Mobile Training Team Program Manager. Uh, what that means is we, it's like, as we do the hashtag beyond the classroom, mm -hmm. I take that stuff beyond the classroom to the um, to our clients out there in the Department of Defense, in the public affairs and visual information community, and uh, we've been had to be a little creative in the last year and a half. Oh, that's a funny story. <laughs> funny story. I got hired in March of 2020, ten days prior to the quarantine, and I'm like. I'm the mobile training team program manager. How's that going to work, right? So yeah. uh, we've been creative and innovative over the last maybe almost a year and a half. And um, we figured out how to take the mobile training team concept to our clients out there um, to uh, whether it's virtual now, we can do virtual training. We can do in-person training again, very limited because of the COVID travel restrictions. Um, or we can do a hybrid, hybrid as we're getting ready to do right now with U.S. Army Alaska. We've did, we did a couple of days of virtual training earlier this month, and we have a Marine Sergeant getting boots on the ground in September to go do some graphics training hands-on out there in Alaska. So, awesome. um, so it's been really interesting to figure out, you know, what's the definition of mobile now that uh, we can't necessarily travel all the time. Right. Um, and Denfos Live was born from that concept and how we can take what's going on at the schoolhouse to our clients out there throughout the world. Sure. A lot can be done virtually. Right. Very good. Uh, who's helping you behind the scenes? You got a, somebody answering questions with you today or how are we doing that? Um, well, I'm an army of one to use that old Hua. slogan. <laughs> um, in the mobile training team program, but I work very closely with the Dimfos PAO, uh, Pete Robertson. And Pete's in the control room. How you doing, Pete? Um, and he'll be answering the questions. However, um, after the show, we'll get in there and probably you will too as we transition over yeah. to your program here very shortly. And um, we'll be able to answer those questions. 
Okay, perfect. And then with us in studio, as always, Sergeant Ben Witten, uh, doing, doing a fine job. He'll be taking your questions um, virtually, uh, okay. so online. So, you know, if people ask questions and then we'll interrupt and, and we'll have him ask some questions. Hopefully we get some people online. So thanks for joining us today uh, and joining us here on set. All right, what do you say? Let's get into it. Tell me, Let's do it. Tell me a little more about the MTT program. Like how, what, I guess inception. You, you said when you well, were hired. Well, you know, like we talked about, it was... Um, it's kind of been a very interesting year and a half in the mobile training team program. And when I was hired on, that's when it officially became a program at, at the Defense Information School. So basically our three lines of effort, excuse me, are skill gap training. Um, we can export courses. Right now we're trying that out with one of our courses. Um, and then eventually getting into the international training of our partners and allies overseas, as we saw with uh, a team going over to Morocco in May. African Lion. African Lion. Yeah, so cool. we do skill gap training. And what that really is, is for example, if you have a unit that's getting ready to deploy, or if you're just going over your training qualifications for the people in your unit, and you notice, hey, you know, we have a, uh, we have a gap in this specific skill. We really need to work on our writing or we don't really have any folks who really are that great at graphics. Um, we have a gap in that billet, but we really need to know how to build an infographic. You can give us a call and, um, or send us an email and we'll help you figure out a way to get that training to you to close that skill gap. So that's, that's that line of effort. The other one, um, as we're figuring out that the virtual world is a really good place for us to be, or um, we do have some courses that are short enough to where we can send an instructor to you, or maybe two, maybe three, and train 24 people, that's the allotted number of seats in a course, and you, all of your people get certified in that course. And the example that I have for you right now is the Intermediate Public Affairs Specialist course. Mm -hmm. Um, known as IPASC. We have scheduled into the school calendar three mobile training events for IPASC. And next year in fiscal year, fiscal year 22, we're going to very arduous places. We're going to Japan and Hawaii uh, to train that's, some that's folks. Tough. We do still have one date open next June um, if you have some folks who you need to get trained up in IPASC. And they get the certification because we take the instructors with us and they do exactly the same thing um, during that two-week period as if they were in the schoolhouse. Makes sense. Um, well, then you save the TAD cost. You and we, send in. Right. You're, worse, you're yeah. bringing three people over there, and, but you're getting 24 people trained. Right. So, you know, Airfare, that's a lot of bang lodging, for your buck. Yeah, yeah, all that per diem. Absolutely. Yeah, for 24 people. Would exactly. Be. Exactly. So that's kind of a new concept. <laughs> Math, Marine. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. Well, you know, <laughs> wasn't going to say that. Um, <laughs> kind of reminds me of our trip to Camp Lejeune a few years ago. Sure. So yeah. we won't get into that right now. So um, that was a lot of hours of just Mel and Chad talking about whatever. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get back, get back to the subject. So. Um, we do still have one available uh, set of dates in June of 2022 if there's a, a unit or a geographical location that's interested in bringing IPASS to you. Um, just got to give me a call. Um, I did want to say real quick that IPASC is being totally re redone to be more up to speed with uh, what that course needs to be. It's in rewrite right now. 
Um, so that's going to be very exciting. They're piloting that in December, and then we're getting on the road with it, as well as the in, you know, in-house classes that they're going to do. Cool. So that's pretty much the MTT program thus far. So you talked about uh, a unit, you know, requesting. Who who all can request? I mean, how who's it eligible to? I guess. So the Dinfos MTT program is specifically for the DOD community of public affairs and visual information professionals, sorta. Um, I figured it was complicated. That's it's what, that's it's what a little asked. complicated, but that's, I mean, when you talk about the skill gap training and you talk about taking IPASC on the road, um, that's mainly for our already trained public, affair, public affairs and visual information community. Now that's not just our folks in uniform. That also includes field activities mm -hmm. like defense media activity. Um, we're working right now with the National Security Agency. Uh, um, did I say that right? National yeah. Security Agency. NSA. Um, to do some public affairs training with them. So we can do Department of Defense entities outside of just those units who are in uniform. Okay. Um, so that's kind of how that works out. And the complicated part of that is we can also train um, media relations for folks who may not necessarily be in public affairs or visual information. We're working right now with a DOD organization to go train some of their leaders um, in media re in media engagement. So, so it could re relieve some pressure from yeah. the, the, from staffs yeah. out there. Okay. Um, Interesting. The best thing to do is just get a hold of me and say, "Hey, Mel, can you do this?" Yeah. And we'll talk it out. When um, in doubt, ask. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Okay. It doesn't hurt to ask. Just say. And where should where should you can say is, "Hey, sorry, we can't do that, but here's some references for you." Right. Or right. Go to Pavilion. No plug for Pavilion. Well, you know, you do the plug for Pavilion, but <laughs> at the very bottom of the Pavilion homepage is a link to get a hold of me. So yeah. uh, you can do cyclic. it that way. Yep. Good. So how, how is it done? Uh, if a unit wants to request, what how is it done? You said get a hold of you, is there, did you just email you direct, or is there a website? Well, you can get on... references in a minute, but... Right, you can get on the Denfos website, and I know we have the URL um, to get on the Denfos website. It's under academics, and it says mobile training team. Okay. There's a link to get a hold of me via email there. Typically, the request comes through an email or a phone call or something of the sort. And then we start getting down into the planning phases. Okay. I really like to spend some time with the unit to really get down to what it is they're looking for. Because what we do is we take curriculum that we already have in the schoolhouse and we adapt it to them to meet their need. Um, but it does take some planning and preparation because we just don't want, it's not a one size fits all off the shelf kind of um, training. We right. really do want to work with you and you know, really get to what you need. So I can't, I can't imagine a unit not wanting that. You know, like just give me some generic something, and we'll figure it out. Like I would, right. I would think everyone would want something that you know. What is your end goal? How do we get there? And then you help work. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So you talked about it a little bit. Um, you know, when we opened up, but you know, with with the COVID state, now we're you know kind of going back into it. You notice we're you know we're masked before we come on set. Right. And, uh, we've got our distance and everything. How are you conducting the, the MTTs, you know, during the restricted travel and stuff like that? I know some places you are be able to go to, but mm -hmm. what is the virtual environment like for that? Well, it's interesting because like I was saying in the in the very beginning, we're like, oh, we're a mobile training team program, but we can't go anywhere. So I really started talking to some people I know and doing some networking. Been around this business a couple of years anyway. Yeah. Um, and 
people who had already had some in-person requests in and said, you know what, let's try some things out, right? Um, so we, uh, I found out that we have access to Blackboard collaboration that the school has already has. And so we started playing around with that. Wanna give Jen Howard a big shout out because she was very helpful to me. Um, so we started playing around with that. How can we use Blackboard Collaborate um, to invite people in to do the training? So we tried it, it worked. Um, so we have that option in front of us. Um, we've also done some things with Microsoft Teams because people are using that platform in their organizations and they just invite us in, mm -hmm. we present, we have the conversation and we do it that way. Um, there are platforms out there we can do. We've sure. done phone conversations. I've actually sat in a classroom with my computer, linked up to somebody. Um, here's, a, here's an interesting story for you is, I had a, a gentleman call me, he was getting ready to uh, deploy to Africa, but it had been a long time since he had been in, uh, in the public affairs course. And he's like, I just need a little refresher on this topic. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, public affairs course now the public affairs communication strategy qualification course was just about to go over that topic. So I sat in the classroom and had him dial in and he just listened. And, um, yeah, cool. and then we had a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Um, there was a, another of our instructors who had just come back from, um, from Djibouti and so they had that conversation one-on-one um, -on, -one on the phone. And he went, he's already on his way back. It's been about a year now. And he and uh, he knew that Denfos was there for him when he needed what he needed at the at his at his destination, and it was pretty cool. So That's I've awesome. done one on ones. I've done up to fifty people um, lunch and learns over lunchtime. Um, we're pretty adaptive. Awesome. So I've got a couple more questions for you, but okay. we do, I think, now have some uh, okay. questions online. Awesome. We definitely want to get to those. So, Sergeant Whitten, what do, you, what do you got? Hit us with something over there. Well, we actually had two questions that were asked and already answered before I could even tell you. Oh, oh all right. So y'all you know are living in the future on this one. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, that's we, Pete working his magic down there. That's there, right? Uh, so we do have a question that we could get to. We have Kathy O'Keefe asks, Will the distance and digital training continue even after you know the pandemic and concerns for that um, are no longer around? That's actually a great question because you know we had that little window of yeah, you know thought. that we started to see the light at the yeah. end of the tunnel, and we really had a conversation about that. I had a conversation with the leadership, and economically it makes sense. Mm -hmm. There are topics and our tra training objectives within the schoolhouse that you know, you can do an online virtual event with. Why spend the money to take a person out to, um, say, Alaska or wherever, um, when that's one of those topics you can do conversation over a virtual platform? Um, but there are some training topics that really do need to be one-on-one, uh, -on -one, a little bit more hands-on, like right. uh, we have our, yeah, more practical. So that's why we've decided that now we have three options. We can still do virtual if it's one of those training objectives, even after this is all over. Mm -hmm. um, why not save the taxpayers money and do this virtually when we can? There's no travel, there's, you know, so it's a lot easier on the instructors. If it's one of those topics that makes sense, yeah. Um, or we can do hybrid where you, maybe you have a little bit of training that you can do some pre-training and then get an instructor out. Now they're in person a shorter amount of time 
which also saves money. We get yep. them back to the schoolhouse and back to training the in-person uh, courses. So that's what we would consider a hybrid event. All makes perfect sense. So I hope I answered your question. So. Um, and if you have other ones, like, and if we don't get to right. them now, um, ask them and we'll, we'll answer them after absolutely. the show is off the air, even if it's on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, those are, those are options as well. Absolutely. So, so I'm curious, what, is that it? Do we have another one? Uh, that's all we got for the all time right. being. All right, so good, because I got more questions. So that's, that's okay. Um, You're going to keep curious. me in this hot seat way too long. So okay. what, what, is, what is the cost? I mean, obviously there's a TAD cost. But absolutely. What, but is a cost like for the instruction? So if it's a virtual uh, instruction, um, because we already have the Blackboard Collaborate um, yeah. program that we use for other courses um, at the schoolhouse, so I'm just piggybacking off of that. It's no cost to the unit at all. Now, if you need one of my instructors to, to go to you, yep. then you're paying travel and per diem costs. Um, one of the lines of effort that we talked about was international. That's a little different. But for our DOD brothers and sisters out there in the public affairs and visual information community, you just need to trip pay for the instructor's travel and per diem cost. Perfect. Still a better deal if you've Absolutely. got a unit going somewhere and you need yeah. you know, everyone in that unit or half of them, whatever, uh, to get some you know refresher. Right. It still makes way more sense Absolutely. to bring two or three instructors or even one. Um, and, how you, and how often can you, like for the IPASS course, is it reality that you can send 24 people Back yeah, to the schoolhouse no for two weeks. Right. Yeah. So um, that's why we really like the whole idea of a geographic location. We did that with Fort Bragg, um, yeah. where we had different units come together to do it, and that was very, you know, that was economical for them. But makes sense. If it's I mean, virtual, it's some units may have the depth. They may have the bench to do that. But others, you know, I've no. been in units that are three people, and you know. And you're fighting the enemy off all, you know, right. all areas. So, okay, now that makes perfect sense. So I, I really only have one more for you. And that's okay. where can people go? Like where, where, what are resources uh, that they can go to to find out more about it? So I think we have the URL that uh, they put up a little earlier. Um, that URL will uh, take them to the mobile training team page on the Demphos website. Yep. At the bottom, there's an email address and I think a phone um, number for me. Perfect. Um, but that's the best place to get started. Also, on the very bottom of the Pavilion website, um, it links to the uh, Denfos mobile training team page. Okay. And let's get the conversation started. That's the best way to get it, yeah, to get yeah. it going. When in doubt, ask. Just ask. Cool. Good program. So I will, I will say that since the beginning of all of this, we've trained over a thousand people. That's um, awesome. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's good stuff. And yeah. considering the situation, like what, yeah. we've, what we've been in in the last year, the fact that you're able to train. Got to earn people. your pay, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And you're able to kind of, you know, write this script as Absolutely. you go and develop. So You know, why not get creative and figure out what to do? And I think that training in our career field is so important. Um, so if I can bring the training to you, maybe just close that skill gap a little bit, yeah. I think it's a win-win for everybody. Well, and a lot of... Um, you know, a lot of units can't afford to get to, to send their people here for that amount of time. And so maybe you can break it up and give them some, you know, short, yeah, give them a break. Absolutely. But a unit, a lot of them just can't say, hey, yeah, go launch. And I know it's career development, but we need you here. It's a reality. Well, I did. You just reminded me of something. And I do want to talk about this just a little bit okay. um, because this just came to my mind as you were saying that um, before we switch roles for a second. Um, I do want folks to know that 
we are very adaptive to the National Guard and the reserve units. We can work on the weekends during their training times. There you go. And Good I think point. that's a very important piece of information I need to put out. Yeah. Apologize for not putting it out there. Um, but we can adapt our work schedule to meet their needs as well as adapt ourselves to time zones um, in the event that like we're working with um, some folks in Japan coming up here in September um, that we can adapt to their time zone and flex our schedules. We want to be there for them. So, but yeah. I think the National Guard Reserve piece is really, really important. No, that's a good point. And you know, because not all DoD employees are cookie cutter. Like right. they're not all, not all created right. equal. And, the, the and they're reserve, not all on the East Coast. No, and the Reserve folks are, are very unique in that they've got a full time job, and right. they might not be able to leave that for that amount of time so they can get that training. Perfect, and they're very important stuff. to our mission, and we yeah. need to make sure we're there for them. So yeah. shout out to those Often folks. Often uh, forgotten yeah. of. Uh, yeah, so, and I'm actually going to talk about them a little bit, too. Oh, so. awesome. Perfect. Hey, we do have a couple more um, online questions, I believe. Sorry, I'm with We do uh, got. Uh, get us before we, we transition here. We're going to turn. We're going to switch roles. That's very scary, yeah. isn't it, Sir Oh, oh boy. <laughs> you going to switch chairs, too? Or? We're not going to switch no. chairs, but we are going to switch roles. All right. Well, we do have a question from Staff Sergeant Myers. They ask, uh, what about, uh, you know, as it relates to the MTTs, what about visual information or photo training? Will they be bringing any equipment or gear to train with? Most of the time, that's a great question, by the way. Most of the time, we're going to be reliant on the gear that those folks have. We can't send a, you know, a sergeant out there to, you know, California and train and bring the equipment with, with us. Yeah. And it really, that doesn't make sense anyway, because if you don't have the equipment, why are we training on it? So yeah. that's one of those questions that we really get into in the planning and preparation stage. And what equipment do you have? What equipment are you using? That way our instructors are ready to teach them for that, for that type of equipment. That makes sense. But that's a great question. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Yeah. Uh, I believe that is all for the moment. Okay. We so, can always circle back. I mean, it's live. We can do whatever we back. want. Okay, we're <laughs> so, live. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap that part up, okay. and I'm going I'm to take off okay, the host on. hat and woo-saw over there. Yeah, we're going to um, switch roles over here. So, <laughs> you know, I'm letting everyone know I am no Chad McMean, um, but I am going to switch roles for a minute, and I'm going to interview him um, about his awesome program that I think is very, very important to our career field um, is giving all of you out there kudos and um, for all of the hard work you do. So you ready to switch roles? All right, let's do it. So tell me who you are. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, um, okay. So just as you asked me in my, in my program, yeah. tell me a little bit about your program. Okay. So um, came on board in November. Uh, retired out of here. Uh, and Me then, too. Yeah, I know. Crazy, <laughs> crazy thing. Um, but it just, the timing was perfect um, and landed this gig uh, after many interviews in other places, but this was the perfect spot. And so um, in November, came on board, and this is a program that had been a collateral duty for, mm, you know, mine several. Too. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it was just one of those things that people picked up and they did it, but it wasn't a full time, like their focus. And so they were, they were kind of having to split you know their their duties with other other people and and when you're doing that um, it, you know it's it gets done yeah but I was able to come in and really take a hard look at it um, and it's it's taken a full I mean not even a full year uh, right and it and we're still you know it's just like a, it just lasts the whole year long and I did, I thought it was three months and it was over right. and you move on and there's so much behind the scenes and we want to make it better so anyway came out in uh, November. Uh, we're now working towards opening the um, calendar year 21. Um, 
and that's that's where we are. I enjoy it. So that's like the full-time job, and I somehow got roped into this one, which I also enjoy a lot. Well, I might have had so. a little bit to do with that, <laughs> but um, just for reference, Chad's program is the Department of Defense Media Awards Program. Um, okay. So just wanted to, I didn't know if we said that, so I wanted to make sure we got yeah, that in Yeah, I think it's there. on the title, but yes. Well, it's I just the, wanted to make sure that we got that in there, So, um, which, you know, I was probably one of those people that believed it was like, you do three months and you're done. Yeah. Um, but I think that the program will benefit for somebody who's really focused on it. Um, I came from one of those programs too that's collateral duty and I think it's been quite beneficial. So we're, I'm very excited to talk to you about that today. So yeah. um, like you asked me, who is eligible to participate in the Department of Defense Media Awards program? So, I mean, we... <laughs> There was a little bit of confusion because the name was Defense Media Awards Program, oh, okay. right? Those initials come up to DMA. Right. That confuses a lot of people. Okay. And so the very first thing, um, you know, after doing this for a little bit, I asked Mr. Pittman, um, is there any reason we can't change this to DOD Media Awards Program? Because that's what it is. It's DOD SEAL. It is Mr. Kirby's program. It is the SecDef. You know, it's, it's the DOD, and it's eligible to all DOD employees, the military, all of the, what's known as the fourth estate. Mm -hmm. um, so all of the agencies and activities. So like mine. The co-coms, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's the same. Anyone who is a producer, and I use the word producer, you know, we're on a set, but anyone who produces content for the DOD. Um, so basically if you've got a DVIDs account and you upload to it, or mm -hmm. you should, if they're not, they should be, um, they're eligible to enter. And so each of the services have their own you know, feeder programs, and so they, they enter into that. Um, at the branch level, it's a little confusing, and that's why I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about it. Um, it even still confuses me, and I've been doing it for a year. Um, the, the other competition that's not the service competition is the DMMAs, and that's the DOD, basically the, the defense, that is the defense motion media um, awards program, and that's the branch level for all of those fourth estate. Okay. So that's the feeder program that they have to go through um, to get into the DOD level. So there's nine okay. categories at the DOD level, but there are many categories, you know, obviously in the Navy, the Air Force, the Army, and all of those. You know, I didn't even give Navy a shout out. Yeah. Who y'all, Navy? Just, yeah. So the, you got to go through a, you know, a branch right. level competition to get up there. Okay. Um, but I also help out with those. So a lot of customer service stuff uh, behind the scenes, that's, that's kind of what we're working on. So going back to that concept of the, it's only three months and then you have nothing to do. We're yeah. sitting here in August and um, it's not, this doesn't necessarily, all of the really, the judging and all that doesn't take place for a while, but everything's done through a portal, right? Yeah. And when does that portal open and when do, when really does the, this year's program open for submissions? So a couple things and, okay. and, and remind me because I'll get off track. I'm a okay. little bit ADD. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening now, right, right? Okay. what's happening in that process. But the portal usually for submissions opened in January and going back to our conversation about the, um, the reserves, they have an issue with sometimes that, that window to submit is not open long enough. Okay. And so when we would open in January, well, they may not drill in January, February and then boom, Army portal closes. Oh, okay. We're going to try to back that up, oh. right? So we're going to start in November. November mm -hmm. 1st is our, our goal. Uh, it's for content that was produced during this calendar year. So if they create something in November, December, they would have to upload that, you know, and they could change their entry. 
But for somebody who maybe did some fabulous work in March, April mm -hmm. timeframe of this year, they could then submit in November and for the judging, which will happen in May of next year. Um, so that's kind of, that's something we're looking um, to change and help the, okay. the reserve field or any, any service that agrees to that and changes their submissions. What we're doing right now, we've already done um, the after actions. So we sit down with all the service chiefs and we sit down with the program managers okay. and we talk about, okay, what'd you like, what you didn't like, what should change? And what, what we're doing now is building those changes into the system to make it more efficient. There's no major category changes. I don't think there's okay. anything that's gonna you know, rock people's worlds. Um, but there are some changes that are gonna make the submission process more efficient. Okay. Um, and I think we're, we're, and that's going on right now, yeah. even as we speak? Yeah, oh, so okay, we're cool. currently working on the SOP. So those are the nomination guidances. Um, each of those you know, nomination guidance letters, they come from the service. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm working on the DOD level. So we kind of put all that together and that is the how to submit. Um, oh, neat. While they may be very complicated documents in some cases, Army, um, <laughs> well, uh, I think it's 68 pages long, uh, the nomination guidance, but it's very thorough. So if you read it and you understand it, you can do it. But the actual submission process is not that tough. It's work you've done and, and a user gets in and logs in and says, mm -hmm. hey, I want to submit for a photo all their photos pop up and they click the ones that they want and then boop, it's done. Um, it, boop. That's, I like boop. I mean, that's, like, that's how it's done. That's how it's um, done. So it's very simple. Um, okay. What I would say is, you know, don't, don't fight it. Just, you know, we're never going to be able to recognize people for their exceptional work if we don't see their work. So if you don't submit, um, there's no way to win. And no one can deny that content creators in the military, the Department of Defense, are truly exceptional. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I and think we, we're among the best in the country, even going toe-to-toe -to -toe with our civilian counterparts out there. There's some talented people out there. Yep. And I feel that there are a lot of talented people that, that we're not seeing their work mm -hmm. because, you know, for instance, you used NSA earlier. Mm -hmm. um, they don't submit because a lot of their content, while it's internal, it's still stuff they don't want the world to see. And that's a... That, that kind of sucks for them, you know, oh. but there are some units that just don't do it. They do have content that okay. could, you need to submit, um, not submit to the awards. You need to upload to divids. Uh, yeah. One is a DOD policy, um, but have an account, submit your stuff up online, get it on divids. And then it's a, it's just a submission process. Um, yeah. Well, I will tell you, you and I both have recently transitioned from active duty into the civilian uh, sector. Yep. Um, and there's a lot of resume prep. There's a lot of things that go into tra that transition. And an award such as a very high level DOD media award would look great on some of those resumes. I'm talking to you guys out there. Yeah. Um, because like I said, our work is exceptional. The, the training that we get at Denfos, you know, and all of the stuff we're doing out there, uh, covering our units and our organizations and our military. Um, maybe it does, you know, I used to, you know, one of the things that I used to think of when I was in uniform is, you know, I do this because this is my job and it's my job to tell the military story, to tell the Navy story. But it's okay to give yourself a little bit of, you know, of give yourself a little bit of props. That's probably not even a cool word anymore. Um, to give yourself that recognition for all the hard work you do because eventually you're gonna leave uniform and yeah. have to get a job out in, in, the, uh, in the civilian community, so. Um, 
I, let us recognize you. I think that's really important. I think, a lot, you know, having come from many units over the years, I think you just get so wrapped up in, in the mission. Yeah. You know, you just, you, you've got one task and then you complete it. And before you are done, there's no time to breathe and go, mm -hmm. you know what? Let me, let me think about myself. Yeah. And so you've got another mission and you move on. What you got to do is just... Take a minute. Yeah. Just take a minute to, like, as you're going through your year and you're like, you know what? I, that thing I did, I'm pretty proud of it. And then make a little note. And then at the end of the year, like maybe when things are a little bit slower, November, December timeframe, that's why we're trying to open it then. Take some time, get online and go in there and submit. Yeah. And most most services you can submit in multiple categories. Oh, cool. Okay. And so if you have an exceptional um, photo, but maybe it has a little illustration on it, you can enter that in both. So there are some, the rules are very, very specific and laid out. Mm -hmm. um, but there's... There's no reason not to do it. And, and you know as a senior enlisted leader as well, there's nothing that makes you feel better than to, to give props and give oh, accolades absolutely. to some young deserving you know, um, service member or, or DOD employee. Um, it, it just it feels good to say, hey, you, you're, you're awesome. Right. And then to have that command go, yeah, we've, we've got the best. So funny, funny um, we were talking about this before the show started in that um, I remember yeah, uh, being a young trooper at Kings Bay, at the submarine base at Kings Bay, Georgia, and I had this chief petty officer, Stacy Byington. I don't know if you're out there watching it, but she forced me to submit every year. And we were talking about earlier how we had to cut it, paste it on some foam core, put it in an envelope. It was painful. It was a like, little it was, painful. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of after, after yeah. hours work. Yeah. I mean, and there's been a lot of changes since then, but. Um, oh. I will tell you that it meant a lot to me for one of my leaders to say, you've done really good work. You really do need to submit. So I'm not only going to challenge all of those That's where it starts. Uh, content right. creators out there to, uh, to submit, but you leaders out there, look at the stuff that your people are doing and really, you know, force their hand. Tell them how much you appreciate them by getting them to submit, you know. I think that's part of being a leader is to recognize yeah. your people, and so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge all of you all out there to to recognize your people. But um, that's the education process. That's quite the honestly, you're right. A lot of a lot right. of young troops, which is why we're here today. New employees don't know yeah. that, the, that it's available, and so it takes somebody who's a little more seasoned that goes, yeah. you know what, this program is here. I've read up on it. It's actually pretty simple, and we need to gather around. Let's get a plan together, and let's help you submit your best content. Uh, and that's where it starts. Um, so lots changed since uh, those days when we were cutting things yeah. out, putting it on the wax roller, <clears> putting <throat> it on the, those cars, using the glue sticks. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about the changes with opening up the window. Are there any other changes you want to talk about today? Yeah, so the services have some. Each service has kind of their own thing. A lot of it is just to identify efficiencies uh, in managing the program. For instance, uh, if a disqualification comes in, you know, if something, if they feel it's flagged for disqualification mm -hmm. for whatever reason, that used to have to go all the way up to the branch level and be approved or, you know, concurred upon and then kicked out. Um, they're working to change that so the unit level can do that, so that there's a little bit of review process, things like that. So we're trying to make the program, and I say we, collectively, the, the Dave Steeles and 
and Kristen Duez and, and the people who are out there running these for their service um, are trying to make it better. And we did a, a very long, it was about a four hour after action that we sat wow. down and went through. And you know, no one wants to sit through a conference call like that, but it's- It's, it's important. It's the necessary step um, right. to make it better next year. And that's what we intend to do. So um, another thing that, this is something that I recommended um, that we do in all services, obviously we're like, yes, it's, it benefits the end user. So I'm all about it, um, is to incorporate some training um, so I want to do some classes later in the year and and help people. MTT program. Yeah, and help, help them understand how to go in and submit. And then so then the divids are, yeah, I'm sorry, the divids developers, they ponied up and said, hey, what about if we create a mock training session online that you could submit and you could show and walk through? And I was like, see, that's that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's the how do we help make this process better? And so we're working on those things behind the scene. There's a reason why we're talking about the MTT program and your program today. I see, they, I see got some, some similarities here yeah. in the future where we can work together a little bit more than just on this set. Yeah. Yeah, you know? good stuff. So those are a couple. I got some notes here. I think I hit main, main, the main ones. Um, uh, I do want to talk about the DMMAs, and that's, a, that's okay. another thing that is very confusing because that's that feeder. DMMA. is okay. the branch level feeder for all the DOD okay. employees, but also a unit submission. Okay. Okay, so for like an Army unit that's somewhere and they have a unit long form and short form video, they also submit into that. So okay. it's very complicated, um, and there's really no way to to streamline it because the Army doesn't have those categories. Okay. Okay. So that program, um, my goal is to increase participation. There are 32 DAFAs or the, com the combatant commands and the agencies and activities, right? So 32 total. On average, each year, and I'm looking back at historical submissions, no more than seven participate oh, of wow. the 32. And so my goal is to kind of increase participation with them, uh, try to get more submissions. Uh, and then, you know, develop what what would get more participation to do sort of an after action with them because right now, uh, quite honestly, it's, you know, 850 of those producers are, are from this organization and it, and it is what it is. The yeah. DMA has a world worldwide, you know, reach. 850 producers but around the world. But it's our mission too here. It so is. That's, yeah. But there's a misconception yeah. that it's designed for DMA, and it's not. Okay. They just submit a lot of stuff because they're producing. So we're talking like DFAS and DISA yeah. and those yeah. kind of guys. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, DFAS actually is one of the. I was going to say DFAS usually submits. Right? They do. Yeah, and they, they had a couple winners this year awesome. at the top level. So congratulations, DFAS. And some unique, like really unique categories. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them is. Uh, a blog post and commentary. Oh, nice! And, the, and that's the only branch level that has those categories. And we did that because a lot of these units—that's that's what they're doing. They're doing blogs and they're okay, doing cool. commentaries. I so, like blogs myself. But um, so speaking of past winners and stuff, you got you have, online oh, we have an online too. question. Yeah, you got a lot of online. Well, questions, you got the actually. earpiece host. <laughs> that's why I just told you. Yeah, let's. So let's do that. Well, we got. With, it. Uh, so I went all right. Uh, well, since you just mentioned categories, we got a question from Kenneth Fisher asking, "What categories or what awards are there in the DoD Awards Program?" Okay, so the DoD. It's a good question, um, and like I said, it's very complicated um, because there are so many feeder categories. Okay, so the DoD level, the top nine level, um, are focused on photography, so military and civilian, and then you got videography, military, civilian, graphic design military civilian so these all services go together so there are five at that level that get narrowed down to the top one the best in in the DOD okay 
Uh, so those nine are those. I think I just did four. Here we go with math again. This is where I it think gets that was like six. So that so? was four categories, two each, right? Okay. Eight. Okay. And, and then, then there's nines. That's an odd number. What is the last one? That's the communicator of the year. And that wow. is a combination of all those disciplines. So it could be videography, print, a little bit of everything. I think print I missed. Okay. So writer, photographer, videographer, graphic design. And then, and then the one who Eureka. does all of that the best, which is basically your, your, the perfect MCF graduate, right? Who can do a little bit of everything Ooh. and they go out and now they're a perfect candidate to submit for communicator of the year. None of those can go into the DOD program directly. They have okay. to go through a feeder program. Okay. That's, that's something. Wow. Okay. Do you remember who it was last year? Do you remember that offhand? Uh, oh, I'm putting him on the spot. Do I don't want to do that. Don't I do just it. did the trophies. Sorry. They just got delivered. So we congratulations just, to everybody who's out there. Absolutely. Who just won. We did just put them in the mail and they should have arrived oh, this week. So okay, cool. appropriate level of uh, Hold it up command recognition. Uh, will happen Absolutely. there. So, Which is more. why we drove to Camp Lejeune that time, yeah. was to deliver From Matt Callahan. <laughs> award award his, to Matt Callahan. That dude won both video and photographer that's of good. the year. He was good. For though. military. That's, it was a first. Yeah, so that, yeah. Was, that was the reason why we drove the pizza truck to Camp Lejeune, yeah. to deliver that award. Um, so speaking of past winners, Oh, we got more? <laughs> we, yes. we got a whole bunch of them, Freddie. Oh, see, I knew you were going to have more questions and, and, than and me. And we could talk all day long, but I really want to answer yeah, their absolutely. questions, too. So, uh, if I, I actually have one. I'd like okay. to dig a, a little bit further on the category ones. You say there's, there's like, the, the super categories, the ones near the top. Yeah. So within those, is it get more specific? Like, say, I just created a product. It is just a, a, a B-roll package of some sort. Yep. There's a category, is it broken down that specifically? Like, oh, here's best B-roll, best uh, news story, best such and such, and then those get combined and they go to best, best video product? Or am I, no. I'm just guessing. I'm no, the so there are actual feeder categories within mm -hmm. each service that do feed directly into. So if it's a uh, communicator of the year, each service has a communicator of the year. So it's not a combination of a service um, bunch of categories that then make that those are specifically designed and they're in place th for every service. So Coast Guard, uh, everyone has them. I, I do have just a little bit of a cheat sheet because for instance, the Navy has 42 individual categories. Only nine of those feed up into the DOD. But those are 42 different categories that people could be recognized. Um, you were talking about them, I think on another show, we were talking about the stringers or the- Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They're not really, uh, they're like PAO by, by job billet, but mm -hmm. not really by MOS. They have categories for them. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So there's uh, the Coast Guard has 24, Air Force 35, uh, Marine Corps 28. The Army is the, the exception because they're them in the National Guard. They have very few categories, and they, actually they have no individual categories. So if you're an amazing photographer and you take a picture, mm. there's no category within the Army that Keith Hale wears. But it goes wears. towards their unit. Right. Okay. So there, so you, you just got to be really careful in what you look at, and every unit or every service is specific. Um, so that's where you need to go back and look at those nomination guidances and read and like what, because that's a big error that we get every year. Right. People are like, hey, I'm trying to submit and it's saying, you know, product not, not valid or it's not allowing me to. It's because it doesn't fit the criteria that that service has set. And we'll help you through it. So um, I know we had talked about, uh, we have this plan later on in our questioning, but now probably is a good time that there is a place people can go to read up more yeah, on that. And we'll talk about that. We can talk about it now or we can wait and take his question. Uh, well, we got one more that's kind of, I think it's a, a good timing for that one. So okay. uh, we have Eric Crosby asking, 
For anyone who's a little unfamiliar with this awards program, is there like a ready-made packet or a PowerPoint or a presentation, something that can be looked at and like, oh, there it is. There's yeah, the that's chart actually, of that's Which perfect. is where I, yeah, what I was talking about. Yeah, so I think if we Thanks, in the control Eric. room, if we can hit that, um, we've got a graphic. I don't know graphic. It's a, it's a little link, right? Mm -hmm. um, there it is. That's, there. that's where you want to go, okay? And if you don't have the time to write that down and you're driving or something, here's, here's a life hack. Uh, if you're in 2021, <laughs> you need to be able to Google something. Do the um, Googles. So look up DOD Media Awards, leave a space, and type DVIDs. And that's it. It -V -I -D -S, will come up. DVIDS, yes. Yep, DVIDS. And, cool. and after you put in, you know, DOD Awards Program, two things are going to come up. You're going to see some feedback, right? We're going to talk about that in a little okay. bit. So that tells us, like, who won and why straight from the judge's mouth and we did we did it live in here yeah i was going to ask you about that too yeah so. so we can um so there's that uh there's also oh man what else all the reference material right so all of those guidances and nomination sops and stuff like that but also the dod style guide is in that page okay cool um past winners is on that page are on that page good grammar yeah um and then also probably most important there's some how-to files and those how-to files are sort of your, hey, I, I've got a problem. I don't know how to do it. Divids has a wealth of, like, here's how it's done. And I also created a group on Facebook um, that, that is specific to helping people through it. So if you go onto Facebook and you look in groups, look up, D so you got to spell this one out. I, I didn't want to make it DOD. Right. So Department of Defense Awards Program. If you just search that, it, the group will come up. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know that was. I'm going to have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, so there's a yeah. lot of interaction, and a lot of other people, you know, will ask a question, and then you, someone might have had that, you know, that experience, and so it'll get answered by other users, or I'll go on and do it, or the, the help team. Um, there is a help desk. Uh, it's, a lot of people don't know it. When you call the Divids help desk, there's actually a team of people up in Toby Hanna, um, uh, Pennsylvania, and a lot of people don't know this, but that's where our customer service team is up there. So we're also going you know, to we some... definitely have to give a shout out to them because they work so hard and uh, they're all over the place. Absolutely. Like all of the public web stuff are now web, web mill, web, whatever. Web.gov, web, web. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, they're new. Um, they're, they're standing it up. But that help desk takes care of all those help trouble awesome. tickets and also all of the award submission trouble tickets. And then I go in and QA and QC and try oh, to nice. help okay. make sure those are getting answered right and, and see them through. I told you we'd be all over the place. Like this is a very, it's it's convoluted program. I think program. that URL is really really important. It's like a to get you into lots of good reference in, into material. that reference material. And really, you're just scratching the surface today. But yep. Um, what more. else you got for us? You got another one? <laughs> Let's see. We got uh, Dan Sanford. Is that, actually, hey, that's a, this, that's a cool this guy. Uh -oh. yeah, another tall dude. Take uh -oh. a deep breath before you ask this one. <laughs> oh well, I was just gonna say that's uh, that's my hometown, Sanford. So oh, there you go. Cool. Um, where hey can people send any feedback or suggestions for the DOD Media Awards? Good question, Dan Sanford, um, and thanks for asking. So the best thing is to reach out to your service. Um, okay. Because the services do, like, it's just like DENFOs. I mean, they, they say, hey, this is what we need trained. They set the requirements. They also set the rules for the service level competition. Uh, competition. So first step is go to your service. Um, if you're overseas and you're with an Army unit, go to the Army. If you're with a Marine Corps unit, go to the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's a first step. But if you have something at the DOD level you would like, please contact me. Um, go to that site. There's a uh, link at the bottom that'll, that'll link you up. It's a, um, 
what do you call those, OMB mailbox, like an organizational mailbox. Oh, okay. And, and so I monitor that, um, and, and I'll definitely take it into consideration. Some things are very far-fetched um, that I get, and like I said, the worst I can say is, yeah, I know there's reasons we can't yeah. do that or whatever. Um, but at least there's but, dialogue. Right. Absolutely. It's basically, you know, people ask, like, what is the program? And I, I've, I've associated it with, like, it's the Emmys of the DOD. It's nice. that level of the competition uh, before DOD employees. Yeah, and I think that's it for social, right? That uh, it? I have a little. little I something. do believe for now, yes. All right, okay. so um, we but talked a little bit about the past winners. Those are posted on there with some feedback on why they won. Yep. Um, but are are there? Um, can you see their submissions as well? Can you see what one, or is it just data? Yeah, or so is it actual? their actual submission so if you go um this is another one where we've got a we've got a link uh, that you go to and i i've got to look at it here because uh, they're very very similar mm -hmm. uh, but if you go into that dividshub.net um, to navigate to it you go over to storytellers uh, and then go down to media awards and that's how you okay. physically navigate to it the link is on your screen there you go um but that is that's where you can see past winners um, you can see first, second, third place. It goes back to 2016. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so all that that archival um, data. We were and stuff still in uniform then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we I were. Know. So you can see uh, what is one, uh, and then a step further. Again, search um, DoD awards uh, feedback, and and then put divids on it, and you can actually find all of the four uh, live feedback shows that we've done. And you can, if you do a good enough search, um, you can actually find the previous years as well. So okay, cool. all those are, are raw and uncut. Now you can hear me stumbling through them. Again, it's not a not an MOS um, job that I have. It's just something that you know I do. So we we managed. We got through it. But it was the important part was it was good feedback for the you know for people who submit, uh, whether you won or not. The judges talked about what they liked and what they didn't. Uh, or maybe some background on, well, I saw this and it really threw me off because, you know, I, I didn't think it was shot by you. I thought it was, you know, too much archival footage. And if it's, oh. for instance, videographer of the year and it's not video you shot, that threw the judges off. So mm. their, their raw and honest feedback is out there um, for all to see. Feedback so, is always good. It's, that's, that's the whole part of right. this. It's one to... I mean, it's a two-part thing, um, to recognize the great producers and, and stuff that they do, um, but also to educate and inform and help others get to that level. So that leads us to uh, really the end of, um, unless you have some more for us, Sarah Winton, are we good? None um, really, if we can throw that URL maybe up there one more time where you can find more information about the Department of Defense Media Awards program. That'll be, oh um, goodness! Look who's look who's what in the world? creeping up on the really? set. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> I, um, I think you're. A thing, I think you're events next week. One no, 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 I'm sorry. So I, just, I think you're in the wrong place. But uh, we're sure. done here. But we we've got a visitor. It looks like right. so. So come on, come on up here. Let's in, let's wrap this part up. Definitely go to that link. Um, check it out, Quande. Come on in here, man. Let's yeah, talk a little yeah. bit about. Uh, social media forum okay. coming up uh, next week. Uh, Which is why we were a week early this week. Yeah, but, so we uh, bumped to accommodate you, and I'm glad we did yeah. because that's super important. Thanks for joining us. No, no, thanks for having me. Um, for can people still register? Or is it, I mean, has it been closed out or is it? Oh, no, no, no. We've got uh, just, uh, just shy of 1,400 registrations going on right now. Um, wow. And it's still open. It's a virtual forum, obviously. So, uh, you know, the more the merrier. You know, we're, we're looking forward to a, a great, exciting show. Uh, 
but yeah, you can go online right now to Hay Summit and, and register. And I think uh, we have the link online the link for you right there. They just put it up there. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We got some exciting conversations happening. Uh, for some of the people, a little surprise change. I got a, a, a interview um, with uh, the TRADOC commanding officer. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, so that cool. yeah, yeah, that swapped out. Uh, if you signed up for the roundtable. So, okay. Um, so you don't have to re-sign up for that one. Yeah. Okay, no, no, cool. no. It's it's there. So if you haven't signed up for to to hear from him, it'd be kind of a great nice. conversation. Um, but yeah, I got some good good people from both industry and military and. Should yeah, be I'm definitely looking forward to yeah. it. Any idea how many people you guys signed up so far? Like I said, just shy of 1,400 right now. You said now. that already, mm -hmm. and I missed it. So. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Wow. Is there, is there a capacity? Like, do you have to tap out at some no, point? No, no, not at all. Okay. Um, um, it's the beauty of like virtual, said, right? It'll be all virtual. Uh, the more merry. I know we had, had some had a few issues last year with uh, with YouTube access, but um, we're not using YouTube this year. Although we will post to YouTube if um, you guys don't catch it on yeah. You know, the day of, we'll still have it on YouTube. We'll be streaming on the uh, the Facebook group page as well. So you can join us there and join the conversation there. We'll be probably starting the discussion actually this week. So. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of YouTube, um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is we know it's really hard for people to get this show live sometimes mm -hmm. at the time that we air it. But we do put all of our... Uh, episodes mm -hmm. on uh, the Demphos official YouTube page. And so you can watch this one or you can go back and watch the very first one where we featured Mr. Mr. Quande Hall yeah. on that one. But um, are you planning to put those on our YouTube page again? After yeah, they'll that be, too? like I said, uh, after the show and actually during the show, what we'll do is we'll do simultaneous. Uh, oh, nice. Kind of okay. hitting it from all angles here. So uh, we'll post to YouTube, make sure that people can have access to it after the fact. Because of course, you know, everything is scheduled. Uh, but we've got people overseas who have uh, signed up for it. People right. who want to see it later, depending on their work right. schedule and all that stuff. So uh, they can either access it again through the links or they'll get through YouTube channel and get through Facebook group page. So trying to get the information out there as much as possible. So. Well, thanks for stopping by and wondering. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, we already gave you our week and now you're in hours. <laughs> I was just making sure, you know, the studio was set up the way we needed it just in case. You just yeah, never know what's going to happen. Know, you know? Absolutely. But no. thanks for having me, Chad. That was fun. Yeah, no, thank you. You can have Wandy. your job back. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. I actually prefer that seat, not the interview. <laughs> um, one more thing we want to remind you about. Denfos uh, is actually still accepting nominations for the Hall of Fame for the class of 2021. 20, uh, the last day you can submit for that is September 30th. So get online if you know of somebody who has excelled uh, within the field of communication, public affairs uh, related. Uh, there's a form, fill that thing out. There's a website for you uh, that you can get on and go to that and please submit those because we want to be able to recognize um, those and get their picture up on the wall. And we got a That's whole exciting. Yeah, luncheon uh, plan and everything. So that'll be really cool. Um, so, Mel, thanks for coming by. No worries. I do have one more item because sure I do. think it's really, really important. You know, Mel, I always have something to say. Uh, but I do want to let everybody know that next month uh, we'll be featuring some of our intermediate level photojournalism instructors who are going to come talk about visual storytelling, which I think goes right in line with with your awards program, but I, that's going to be at our normal time next next month. So last Wednesday of next month, right. uh, and that goes back to one of those questions that was asked too: Will you have more towards the right. video and um, photographer? So you know. our our crazy cats from the uh, intermediate yeah. photojournalism course are going to. That'll be, be an here. entertaining one. It I, will I've be met entertaining, these dudes. and I'm going to be on that side. So. Yeah, I don't blame you. 
<laughs> okay, Quande, thanks for coming by. No. Thanks for all the people here in the studio and those of you out there. Again, the conversation continues online, so if you do have questions, please ask them. Go onto the Facebook page, uh, go to YouTube or wherever, ask those questions. Give us your feedback. Um, again, this is we, we don't claim to be professionals at this. We're just doing the best <laughs> we can um, to fine. educate the field uh, and pass along information. Uh, so with that, we're going to wrap up the, the show. Cern Witten, thank you uh, for helping out with those questions, and thank you all for the questions that you sent in. That, folks, is our show. We'll see you here next month. Okay. Call it.